Welcome to the DSB. My name is Josh Rosenthal from Sea Level Insights and SeaLevelInsights.com. You can also go to YouTube and search Sea Level Insights and see a lot of videos we're starting to put together that take some of these principles, unpack them a little bit more, a little bit more visual, hopefully uh, help you learn them a little bit more comprehensively. Uh, and even from there, we hope to do a lot of long-form um, type podcasts and videos in the near future as well. All right, I want to spend um, five episodes talking about ROI. I think it's a really unclear term, and it's the term that everyone starts with when they are looking to um, evaluate something. Uh, if you're trying to raise money for your business, everyone everyone says, what's my return on my investment? If you're going to buy a piece of equipment, uh, maybe your board of directors or your advisory boards uh, or, or people that you work with, directors, would say, hey, what are we going to get out of this um, if we do invest in it? All of these are terms, all of these are questions surrounding ROI, but the problem with ROI is that it's just vague. Um, I think there are certain metrics that everyone wants to go to. The The most common one I see everyone go to is they just try and run it as a percentage. If they invest, say, $100,000 and out of it they get $25,000, they're going to say my ROI is 25,000 or is 25,000 divided by 100,000 and that is 0. 0.25, 25%. But that's not really helpful uh, because how long did it take you to get that 25,000 back? Um, did you get it over five years? Was that 15 years? Was that six months, three months? Um, generally, the way that we look at returns on our investments. It's just unsatisfying. It's not going to tell us a whole lot. So I'm going to spend the next four episodes unpacking some terms that might be possibly what you're thinking uh, when you say ROI. We're going to take a look at IRR. We're actually going to push all of this through the lens of the internal rate of return uh, because I think that's the metric that's most helpful, especially when comparing two good investments side by side, or even better than that, the IRR is going to be is more quickly going to tell you when something's a bad investment. We're going to take a look at a key term that helps us in understanding IRR and understanding other versions of uh, returns on investment, and that is net present value. You have to factor in the value of money when you're doing this, the time value of money. Uh, we're going to take a look at cash on cash return. That's just super important because if you're doing a million dollar project, but you only put in a hundred thousand dollars, you're still only concerned about what that, how that hundred thousand dollars performs. And so that's where cash on cash comes in. We'll take a look at some other misconceptions surrounding ROI. And then we'll take a look at, um, IRR versus XIRR, uh, and see how those two are useful. Get into the weeds a little bit, but I think that's why you're here, uh, because you want to better understand finance. And uh, I'm not going to talk about these on an academic level, on an MBA level. I'm going to talk about all of these on a useful level. I won't waste your time um, trying to get you to understand IRR or net present value or cash on cash if they aren't genuinely useful to you. So hang with me these next four episodes because what you'll get out of it is some clarity around um, what you are thinking about or what your investors might be thinking about when they say, what is my ROI? ROI. My name is Josh Rosenthal, Sea Level Insights. See you next time.